0: There we go, 10 seconds is up, that's the noise cancellation bit, and this is Polymaths. We are on episode 22, and um, we are broadcasting to you from inside a massive, big, gold, wallpapered dining room, I suppose, with a massive long table. Anyway, my name name is uh, Chris Frossin, you can find me on Twitter, it's uh, at Chris Frossin, you can find me on Facebook. Chris Froston Photography is my um, photography page on Facebook, and you can find me at chrisfroston.co.uk. Uh,
1: I'm Ashley Callum. You can find me on uh, Calis- at callisthenics UK uh, on Twitter, uh, on Facebook, on Facebook, on Complete Callisthenics, uh, loads of places. Loads yeah. of places, all of
0: them, all of the places. And um, yeah, so this is PolyMaths. Um, if you would like to leave us a review, um, because I've since I've recently relaunched. Uh, this podcast on iTunes, so if you could leave us a review, that would be most welcome, and uh, that would be very is, Helps us with the uh, searchability of the podcast. So, drop onto iTunes and leave us a review, and tell us whether you like it or not. Um, if you don't like it, shut up. No, that's fine because we're going to talk about being offended too. Um, oh, freedom of speech. I'm into that. Freedom of speech. We'll so we've got a massive long list of stuff to talk about. Basically, I got up this morning at uh, six o'clock. Well, target papers. That's what. That was why that was why I was coming down here. So we've um, just sorted out some uh, a new prototype target paper for our artery uh, archers at MoA target papers that we're designing, Um, and the prototypes have just come in. And Ash sent me a text yesterday and said that they were in, and I said I've got I've got got nothing on today, which is Wednesday. I'll um, I'll drop down. Mm. So I got up at six o'clock, made a cup of tea, um, threw all my artery stuff in the car. I uh, threw my camera bag in the car and got set off. traffic. And I got stuck in traffic. <laughs> like, it took me two hours? It took me two hours to get 40 miles? It's About not 40 miles down the air one.
1: For England. I don't think anybody really...
0: Yeah, I don't think... If you listen to this in America, you can't grasp the fact that it takes two hours. Or Canada. It takes two hours to drive 40 now, miles. Especially as where
1: for the people listening, where, where I live now is... is Pretty in the sticks, isn't it? I mean, I'm right over the, the east coast of the of the country. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's not there's not a huge number of people here, but still, you still get traffic jams and just get stuck in traffic. And
0: well, as well, coming over here, there's no there's no motorway to get you into Norfolk. So there's no like interstate or Route 66 no. or anything. There's no interstate. No, big highway motorway or motorway. no. into um, the, the area where uh, Ash lives. So I basically, i come down a motorway, I came down the M1, uh, which is the main motorway down the centre of England, and um, it took me about two hours to do 40 miles down there. Um, I stopped off and had a Starbucks, had had a bit of breakfast. And then got here at 12, Yeah. and and then we went straight out to shoot. So it's been a long day for me, but I've just been on a massive, massive kind of excited buzz anyway since I've woken up. It's always kind of like come to see and shooting and it's uh, it's nice when you get to this stage
1: well we went to um, for anybody that doesn't know there's a there's a thing called field archery, which is um, it kind of replicates hunting, so they do courses um, where you walk around a, a set course and they might be under probably, most likely unmarked distances, so it might yeah. be twenty seven yards or 15 yards in or a four to, or four or wooded yards. area yeah wooded area normally just to make it a lot more interesting than yeah. st- standing firing at, t- firing at a target um, and then you just shoot either at, at target papers or paper animals or um, 3D targets which is um, what we are going to talk about wasn't it um, so yeah it was the first time Chris had been there um, I've been shooting there a few weeks now um, it's just nice just to be in the woods there's no wind there, yeah. it's just nice
0: and quiet, there's not really much road noise at all. There's no road um, noise, we had a sunset that was pretty much 360 degrees, I don't know how it happened, I don't know how that no, happened, that but we ended up with time. a 360 degree sunset. So the sun was setting on one side, but the entire sky was just pink and orange and blue and red, and awesome. So yeah, it was, yeah. how long we spent down there, four hours? Yeah, four or five hours at least, yeah. yeah. About four or five hours down there shooting. Uh, We started on some little practice butts, target bosses. Tested our papers out. Tested our papers out, which are epically cool. Um, From the longer distances, they're a little bit more tricky um, when you're you're shooting traditional. Yeah, traditional, Um, yeah. I don't think the longer distances you're affected that much. But longer distances, it'd be interesting to see actually what Jim thinks on longer distances. I mean, from 40,
1: well, from 65 yards the other week, I put in a. A group that must have been four in, yeah. four inches four and a half inches, and the middle part of our target, the white part is is five inches in total, yeah, on the large target and then the diameter yeah, then we've got up
0: to ten inches in like a different color um, but the the kind of the feedback and the the, the, the shooting style between uh, your compound that's got the target pin obviously you you just need to keep your nice little illuminated target pin in the center of the white dot and then release yeah. That's, in inverted commas, simple. Well, I mean, as long as... There's, like a, there's, there's a b- very black and white oh, way yeah, of shooting yeah. with a compound. Whereas yeah. when, when you get to, tr- to the traditional stuff and the instinctive side of stuff, um, if I get anything over about 40 yards, I really struggle with the focus, if that makes sense. Yeah. So actually focusing and, and knowing where you're going to put the arrow. And um, So it's definitely... It's, it'll come with practice, but um, it's one of those things that I don't tend to get to shoot that distance as very often. I can get up to about twenty five in my back garden.
1: that's the thing, shooting out. So, I mean that range has got to to marked eighty eighty, ninety yards, I think eighty yeah. yards.
0: Yeah. Which that's is today. pretty
1: it's far. When you when you're there and you're looking at the distance it's like
0: I think I hit the boss once at eighty and then missed all the others.
1: Yeah you did, yeah. Yeah but well, you got yards. close you got close but yeah. it's it's the very... When you look at it from 80 yards, it's quite small, and you mm. think, wow, the variations in. Yeah. Sights, yeah. Sights, if you stand in a different position, yeah. your stance is slightly different with, with traditional, like you shoot. Where I, I shoot, if I've got the pin, if my sight is set correctly and the pin is set at 80 yards, and mm. I have to hold the pin steady yeah. and I execute the shot properly, it will go, it back. Will
0: go yeah. more or less where I want it to go. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an interesting thing, I've I heard you towards the end of the day, said that if, when you didn't hit across, you were quite cross with yourself. Well if so because, yeah, because yeah. you're holding something that is capable of hitting the cross, bang, 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 bang. So yeah, something's gone wrong in your technique or something. Yeah, I mean
1: the bow it is ridiculously consistent. If it was yeah. set up on a machine, it would shoot the same yeah, things all the pan time. Pan. Pan. You'd it with every arrow. There's gonna be some variation with it just because I mean of wind, temperature you know, um, cam timing obviously, you've got two cams and they both need to be timed right. Yeah. Part of one string might stretch slightly. You know, there's yeah. so many different variations. So,
0: actually, one thing you said when you were shooting is that um, the the string's kind of bedded itself in now, it's had its little stretch period. Do you need to go and have it re timed now? I don't think so. Well, I, I say
1: it's stretched, but I don't know. I mean, I've changed my shooting style slightly. Um, so, for, how to explain this? So, um, most people when they have that shoot compound bows with cams on the end um, and sights they shoot with a, f- a finger trigger um, so they it's almost like a rifle they pull a trigger yeah, and the arrow goes it, the, the, the mechanism releases when, when you pull yeah. it through the index finger and the problem with that is you get a thing called target panic sometimes or well, you can get a target yeah. panic because I you've had yeah I've had it yeah, which is why I went to hinge release
0: yeah. so I explained about that so you're um, a, a trigger release is pretty much it's, it's like it's, a rifle well,
1: con- yeah it's like a rifle your conscious mind is going fire
0: yeah
1: now with a rifle you can get the pin pretty steady and and the, the, yeah. there's a, it's a lot more forgiving when a bow isn't um, so I had the trouble of any time the pin crossed over the bullseye I would I would Fire, Some involuntarily. involuntarily yeah. Yeah. I, could not, I couldn't Captain just hold the trigger. pin steady on the, on the bullseye or move it onto the bullseye, move it off, move it back again. I couldn't do that. I, I would just fire oh. involuntarily. I think what I've spoken about before. Yeah, so I switched to a hinge release, um, which, which I think is genius. Geez, it's a really clever way of doing it. very clever way of doing it. So to explain it, it's a hook set on a half-moon kind of mechanism. And the whole, the whole mechanism twists. This so you're holding,
0: a, you're holding a handle?
1: Well, I draw it on my index finger with yep. all the pressure on my index finger. As long as I hold that release on my index finger, the bow can't fire. As soon as then I either release or relax my index finger or um, increase the tension in my uh, middle or ring yep. fingers, then the, the release turns round, it drops off the moon, and the, the release fires and the arrow, arrow fires. So what that does is it takes out any um, fire um, command in your yeah. mind. It's a subconscious release. So every time you're surprised by the release, yeah. um, it, that, and that takes a lot of getting used to. Because for, for months... we well, didn't look
0: um, it, because the first time you shot it was when we went down to the Forest of Arden, the gym.
1: Oh, the yeah, but I've been... was like,
0: bang, bang, but it was... That was
1: ridiculous. Hell, yeah. Yeah, that, that, I remember that shooting session, because I was quite impressed with right. the, the groups. Four-inch groups at 40 yards and stuff. It was, it was um, funny. But you, you're just able to hold... You're able to just... Your conscious mind... Holds the pin on the target, your subconscious mind starts to, uh, well, there's a few ways you can fire it. Yeah. I, I, squeeze, I squeeze my hand and rotate my hand slightly, because that, it's just the most consistent for me now. Yeah.
0: But that's, um, the, the, the whole idea of that is that it, it could go off. It will go off at the, at the same point every time, but you don't know where the point is. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's um, too, it's too, there's
1: too many, yeah, it's too minute for, for yeah. your brain to dictate a pattern. Yeah. Yeah, you can't equate a certain squeeze or a certain rotation with the release yeah. going off. You can make it go off slower or faster. So, I mean, I'll, eventually I'm going to hunt once we're in Canada. I'm going to hunt with a hinge release because. You're going to hunt?
0: You're going to hunt little bambies? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, well, so at the archery course, they've got these 3D targets, haven't they? Yeah which if uh, anybody doesn't know what a 3D target is it's a, it's a, it's a three dimensional target yes phone <laughs> representation of an animal I mean they've got loads of different ones yeah badgers they've got like a big frog yeah, a yeah. big owl
0: but then life size deer cool. bears and all those heppard's sort of rabbit
1: yeah heppard's rabbit yeah
0: um, but they were cool so we did we did uh, a couple of shots on the on the practice bosses the target bosses where we were testing out our target papers uh, which were cool we really like shooting on those uh, so we're going to um, cut Sort out some paper weights for those, uh, mm. weighted paper, and send those off. And then we went out and did, we only did about five
1: yeah, of the three,
0: field ones. archery course, which is an um, um, undesignated uh, range, although these ones were marked, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, these ones are marked, these yeah, were marked, marked. distance. But the ones we've done before haven't been, and then there's just a target paper at the end. Um, and then we, we, I think we shot four or five of uh, those, and then we went over maybe. to the 3Ds. Yeah. Um, and the 3 ds are basically it's just a it's just a foam bull, a foam bear or a or a foam deer in the middle of the forest, and you can shoot it from wherever angle, whatever angle, underneath a tree, over a tree, climbing up a tree if you want. To. You can shoot it from wherever you like. So there's no designated pins, yeah. but there's just there was something. Uh, what, we talk about did it's we shot the very deer first. We shot the deer first, I think. I
1: think we did, yeah. So on the yeah we've mentioned on these three D types, you've got certain you've got wound zones and kill zones and yeah. then pro kill zones so the pro kill zone is designed to if your arrow goes there it would go through a lung heart and lung yeah um the so would bleed out really quickly <coughs> you've wound, then you got wound they're all different scores and yeah. things you yeah. um, they're they're sort of loosely related to the real animal. Yeah. Um, to me sort of thing. Yeah, but the, the I mean, you can sometimes you can see on the animal that the, these zones they will just be a, a circle or a yeah. b- bit of a sort of kidney type shape, um, but on most of them you can't. So it, we were talking about this, weren't we? We found it a lot easier to aim on the animals, these three D, these three yeah. dimensional things, than we did on was, the target papers. It
0: was really weird. In I don't know what it's like with obviously I've, I've not shot a compound yet because I will at some point, uh, mm. but shooting traditional, it's. It's it's quite easy to let your mind wander away from where you're focusing and where the target's gonna, where where the arrow, where you want the arrow to go. Just looking at a circular target paper, whereas when you've got a bear standing up in front of you, and you know you've got to hit its heart. Everybody knows, what, well, everybody, but the majority of people know where the heart is on a bear. And well, I mean, it was, it I was... never had, apart from the last arrow which went miles and we lost it. I never had a doubt that my arrow wasn't going to go right in the heart of the the bear between his It's strange because
1: and his you, handgun. you, I mean, the light was failing then, yeah, and he really really was shooting more accurately then than so of the other targets, and they were sort of unmarked distances, and we might have been sort of twenty-seven
0: yards or something. Yeah. Um, but even shooting the, the the deer, the deer had the, the, the actual body and the torso of the deer was half the size of some of the target papers. We saw a real, one, we saw out. real deer actually. I forgot yeah, we to did. Yeah, right, we got right there, there. Yeah, it's tiny just, just pulling up, just pulling up on we're the uh, on the first. Um, first target paper, and a deer ran across.
1: Yeah, but yeah, we—that's right, because we, we, we wrote down. We were going to talk about why we thought. Because I said, why did it feel easier to, to aim and hit the bullseye on a on an animal where there is no bullseye? Yeah. Then we were thinking, well, is there some sort of genetic or um, instinctual layo- layover? Or that's not layover. That's not the right word, is it? Um, remnant. Yeah.
0: That. From our, our ancestors hunting days. makeup of this yeah. is because everybody's programmed to be wary of a snake shape or a spider shape. We think for, the, for the most they're...
1: of our lives we've, we've been hunters. I mean, it, yeah. it's
0: and even though we've never hunted, I've never hunted, I've killed, I've caught eight fish and shot a rabbit. I do wonder how far I'd have to go back
1: in my family tree, my lineage. To 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 that I mean, my granddad would have done. No doubt, because he was—he was even—even he was, even though he came over to the UK when he was what sixteen or 17 he so You're up of Russian, Ukrainian, yeah, Ukrainian. So he would have definitely done, yeah, because okay. he—he was a from what he's told me. He didn't really tell me very much, but he was—and um, he, he died a couple of years ago. Um, he used to have to hide up trees from wild boar. Um, he was wow. he was a peasant farmer, more or less. Okay. You know, you have to look after sheep and goats and whatever else like that. Right. Um, and there would have been wolves or bears, definitely. Um, where he was um, so it would have been a way of life there, but I mean on my on my english family 's side it would have nothing. Been nothing like that you know yeah. this 's just just been a bit more civilized
0: yeah. <laughs> no my granddad was brought up well my, my granddad on my mum 's side was brought up in London, uh, and my other granddad was uh, polish, so he he fled Poland during the second world War and came over so, so I suppose it could, it could have been it could have been. Well, well it, it still, wouldn't be, there it wouldn't would, be it would any have,
1: kind of animal. I don't know. It's not primitive. I mean it's still like game over it's still yeah. a game in Europe. I mean yeah. there's wolves in some some European countries and stuff and it's, it's interesting. A bit
0: more interesting. But that, I mean that was the only other thing I can think of is the fact that it's a three dimensional target rather than a, just a flat piece of paper. Yeah. It's, it's well I, I tell you I found it a lot easier to estimate distance. On the three D. Yeah. yeah.
1: Because obviously my my pom pombo has a site that I can adjust yardage and things. Yeah. So I, I, I can adjust, you know, if I think it's twenty five yards, I can put set it at twenty five yards, and if it goes slightly high, I, I, I've overestimated. It. It's not as yeah. it's not as far. If it goes low, it's not. It's not Whereas I enough. just have
0: to look at the target and, and, and yeah. fire, pretty much the same way as you. I, I always liken to throwing a tennis ball, throwing a ball at where you want it to be. Yeah, so but
1: there's got to be something. But, but there's well, I released my archery fitness book. Got a bit of reviews on Amazon already, and I think one of them was talking about um, gave it two stars for. it's a great book for fitness and all that sort of thing, but he was very disappointed that it had um, bow hunting fitness type things in there. But that's a huge it's a huge part of it. You know, if if you got to be fit to bow hunt, yeah, and the the bow hunting around the world is like Canada, America, um, or North America, I should say the United States, in places in Europe. Yeah, still bow I'm not sure what, what countries, but you can Africa. Russia definitely, Africa. Yeah, um, there's a lot of places around the world where it's where it's still done. Um, and he marked it down for that, which I thought was really strange because it's it's archery is a it's not it's it's an archery an ar- fitness
0: book. It's not pretending to be well. An archery it's not. Is
1: not a, it wasn't a thing that came around because people wanted a hobby. They yeah. needed to they needed to kill animals to eat. Yeah. And they needed to use employ it in war. That's what it came about yeah you know. and it, it's i think it's kind of it's strange to me that the people either want to ignore that or or don't acknowledge it or that um or that or because some because some it. people bow hunt there they they disagree with it it's
0: it's very strange to me but to be offended by a book because it mentions bow hunting and you you clearly paid for it because it was a, a book, I mean, it, it, what's it been out, it's been out a month now? So he, oh no, he's nowhere near that, only about a week or so. Okay, so he's, he's he's bought it, paid for it, and... Um, mm. Well, this might have been one of the free downloads, I'm not, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. So clearly, um, but clearly he was interested in the subject matter... So he was oh, yeah, an archer yeah. and wanted to be more fit. But I mean, I can't, I can't, offended by I can't bring out books for every
1: them. different, every different territory. I mean, yeah. depending on their laws. I mean, I always have to bring out a US edition, Canadian edition, UK edition, Germany. I mean, it'd be crazy. I you know, how, how many
0: countries of. is bow hunting not allowed?
1: Oh, it's a fair few. Oh, is it? Okay. But
0: it,
1: it kind of like, I don't know whether people are just becoming too, I don't want to say too sensitive. Because I still have, I still have empathy for, for humans and for animals and all those sorts of things. But when I see someone like Cameron Haynes or Eva Shockey, who's, yep. who's big on yep. social media and, and hunts and everything, um, they train because they have respect for the animals.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean, the, the, they train the inter- because... The interviews, the interviews that Cameron Haynes has, yeah. has had, he said, I'm training like this because when I go and hunt a lion over in Africa... If I'm not like this, it's gonna it's gonna get the better of me. Well, I mean, because to, it's a bloody lion. To to feed to feed it, I mean, I, I don't think
1: he ha, I don't think he has hunted a lion yet. But the 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 bears and elps and, and moose and things that he he hunts mm. and eats, white tail, black tail, all the rest of it. Um, he says they they they're switched on twenty four seven. Yeah. He says they don't have a day off. Yeah. They don't they have, have central heating, yeah. water whenever they need it. You know, they they can't really see the physio if they injure a leg or something like he like he can do. Um, so he says, you know, you owe it to the animal to be p- prepared and things, um, which I think is—I is, don't know—most people don't think that way, but I, I don't know. I think I mean, if if we, if we and Shuwan get to Canada, or if, if we accept it to get to Canada, I think it, it will be a, a massive part of my life, at least. I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. about hers, but a massive part of my life. Just it's a way of making friends. It's a way of spending all that time in the wilderness, which you, which is what I loved about Canada the most, yeah. as well as the people and all the rest of it, was, was, the, was the landscape. It, I mean, it's unbelievable. And a lot of people that don't will never spend any, any amount of time in the wilderness because why would they? Yeah. Or they would spend time in the wilderness close to civilization, close to the roads, close to the...
0: So they've got that security place. blanket.
1: Um, yeah, which is when... There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah. there's, there's some big predators in, in Canada, no doubt. Um, but it, it, I think it would be...
0: I think if somebody said, "Oh, well, why would you hunt in Canada?" It's like, "Well, why wouldn't you?" Why wouldn't you hunt in Canada? You've got you've got arguably one of the best free in you know. commerce food. Well, you wouldn't you wouldn't, you you wouldn't be you'd be, a, you'd be
1: contributing to the to the economy or, yeah. or, or to the conservation, because, conservation you've got to, because you have you've got to, to pay for tags. Yep. You've got to pay for you'd have to pay to go to the archery range. You've got to pay for bows. <laughs> oh, that, that money. It's not. I mean, do bows, you have to
0: pay for a hunting license as well over there? Yeah, pay for a hunting yeah.
1: license. Yeah, um, if you're non-resident, it's more. Yeah. Like, like it would be, but still, as a resident, I think it was. I can't remember much it was, but it's. It's in. It's a hundred dollars or a couple of hundred dollars or so yeah. a year. Um, and it's not like you can just once you've got a hunter license, you can just go kill whatever you want. It, it's it's controlled. That's
0: really, really, well, really isn't controlled, it? that's the thing. that's the thing that know. people don't get as well. It's there's a lot of respect in it, and it's controlled, and there's a reason that you have to go and kill black bear over in Canada. Well, I mean, even, even if you didn't in have to, even degrees. if, even if so, but, I mean, because I've got no real interest in hunting any. Predators,
1: because yeah. they're not used to being hunted. Yeah, um, and it really wouldn't be. So you and wouldn't, those, those... wouldn't hunt the grizzly. Uh, not really, no. I'm sure that I mean I've heard the meese can be quite good, but yeah. I mean I, I'd have no. I've heard that it, it's not. You can't do much of a, as much of a spot and stalk.
0: And that's oh, my, yeah, that's my more, idea of hunting. Yeah, You'd have yeah, to yeah. bait them.
1: And the idea of the animal coming to me is not as um, exciting or, yeah. or... It's not as authentic as me having to track the animal, track, but having yeah. to be quiet enough yeah. and smart enough to get close enough to the animal that you can take them out with a, a clean shot. So that, that, that's my opinion. Lots of people do, do hunt the big carnivores over there. Um, but to me, it would be, be taking money away from the, the massive chain supermarkets... You know, you're not, you're not buying food that, you know, if you eat beef and things in this country, I mean, yeah, this is our British beef and organic or whatever, whatever else, but most of the stuff is not grass fed. It's just not, there's just not the the land to do it. No,
0: no.
1: No in here. If you eat in any sort of big fast food chain or whatever, they'll be on feedlot stuff. Well, they're not meant to eat grain and, and crap like that. So antibiotics. Medicines, God knows what. Else. All gone in there to keep all them the house, stuff keep like them that. Alive. I mean, people think that. I mean, people think that, that all the beef that they buy, all the meat that they buy, these animals just run around outside eating grass, yeah. and then they're, and then they're putting the, you know in the slaughterhouse, yeah. they kidding themselves. It's not going to happen. But if you if you hunt something and you've got the ability to do it, I think yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I think if you've got the ability and the means to do it, then you you should do, because then it's being responsible. You know that animal has. has might have never even seen a human before, never. Yep. And it might not ever see a human because if you shoot it and it doesn't, it can't see you, and it gets hit, hit by the arrow, doesn't know what's gone on, runs off. It's still never seen a human.
0: Yeah. Ten seconds later,
1: it's dead. It's a much quicker and cleaner kill than it would have got at the hands of a. And it's had, man, had arm, seven, something.
0: seven years. Well, what, what are they? I don't know. They're, they're yeah, all I different years, aren't they? But you, and that's the other thing as well. You have to have the amount of respect and. And knowledge that they have to have. You, you, when you're hunting elk, you have to find a, a six by six, which is uh, an elk that's got six.
1: Is that is, is it the times and stuff? I'm not really yeah, sure what, what the, it is. Yeah,
0: the, the antlers, the amount of yeah. antlers it's got. So it's, I think it's got one one antler uh, or one extra branch of antler per year it's been. So that's what I'm you, like going down this road, because we've written, <laughs> we've we've been
1: idiots down here. Yes. Now it's always, I, always make a I came across <laughs> that, that saying by well they've attributed it to Socrates but they don't know if it was him but he says the mark of an educated person is knowing how ignorant yes, you are
0: yeah
1: I, I certainly do know how ignorant I am I never claim to know stuff if I it, it, I know I know a bit about a few specific things an inte-
0: there's another one an intelligent man is a man who can say I don't know
1: well yeah yeah. And and it's, it's modest as well. Yeah. And you, you know, it's, there's no shame in saying I don't know. There, I think there's much more shame in saying, "Oh yeah, I'm trying to get away with some bullshit" and then yeah. being found out somehow. Do you think that is that most people don't think that way, or do you think kind of, kind of like this? This I mean, the, the hunting thing's only a tiny little bit, but the the kind of the the disconnect between it's not even different cultures, is it really? It, it's I'm struggling to sort of put, into put it into words. I'm I mean. struggling to kind of put it in because I, I, I don't know how many people even know that that saying, that that, that sort of saying by Socrates, or if, if it was a you know if it was him that said it, and would they even understand it if if it was explained to them? in you know, the majority of people would they? I really
0: don't know. Or would they even? Care, or would they? I don't know. I think that I think everybody's so moddy coddled in a big fluffy social media celebrity blanket. Like with the, what you mentioned, what do they call them
1: now? The safe zones or safe oh, places. Oh, safe zone, yeah. Safe places,
0: universities. universities. I mean, You go to yeah, university <laughs> to have your
1: preconceptions about these yeah. challenge. That's what you go, well it's not what you go for, but that is what happens when you go to university. When you that go to university, you have
0: discussions, you have um,
1: I uh, mean, these I like these the existential arguments. questions should have been had when people were at A level and stuff. But yeah. if you don't to A levels or in college or whatever, you know. But now, it, now it's it's I don't know. I'll go and get and get nailed or pissed or whatever. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe we're maybe we're just uh, two maybe we're freaks. two different people. Because <laughs> <laughs> I that's the thing. No, I I don't have a, I don't have a massive circle of friends. But that's because I don't think that that I think. Uh, like the vast majority of people, so maybe that's I just wouldn't get on with, with, with people. I.
0: Oh, no, I would. I've I'd, got, I've got. no you have, you have got. You've, you've got a lot of people who I would think that you would call friends who respect you and. Um, oh, no no one. I really
1: readily ring up or, or interact with. Um, but I don't know. That's whether because I've been increasingly busy with work and things, and, yeah, and no, I, I have a goal that that's kind of like having a lot of friends I think is just at the back of my mind because it's not a concern of mine yeah because the moment. goal is something else um, it's,
0: I mean the same, the same with me I've got my my time is taken up by a lot of kind of planning that's going on in my head oh I need to do this I want to do that I want to do that uh, to, to be able to do this I want to be able to do that so it, it kind of adds up but I think there's uh, a lot of a lot of my friends because I spend a lot of time conversing with my friends on Facebook or Messenger or text because they're not in the uh, immediate um, area where I live, so I've got lots of friends down in Bristol, I've got you over in Norwich, I've got lots of friends down in London, and then if you go even further I've got lots of friends in Canada, America, I've got a couple over in Australia, all over Sweden, so it goes on and on and on, but those, the, the, the friends that I seem to kind of get on with and, and um, can converse with are those that seem to have a modicum of common sense about them. And yeah. a little bit of respect for their own um, influence and impact on the world and what's happening, um, and some morals, morals, not morals, morals. Well, I think even if even if you, even if you've... and I've said for a long time that um, I don't know I'm going to bring up the religion thing again, but if you if you have a um, if you have a, a, a guy who's very very deeply religious. The good thing about that is that he's got a firm set of beliefs, so he knows what he believes in. So therefore he can just go along his merry little way and he's, he's very, very happy in his life because he See, knows I'm more, what he believes I'm
1: in. I'm more impressed with people that, are, that are, are more fundamentalist. Because they... Because it's, it's strange in that in our culture because a fundamentalist is, is, is come, means a negative thing now. Yes, Whereas, I mean, you can still say it's still fundamentalist. You can, extreme extreme still, say, you can been, still say it means means a negative thing. But yeah. a fundamentalist is something that somebody that take that, that practices the fundamentals. Yeah. So if you if you say, well, he's a, a, a fundamental Christian or whatever, it just means well that that means he doesn't take it a la carte. Yeah. Well, I'm more impressed with people like that because yeah. then they don't they're not pandering to the wishes of other people. They're like, oh, well, I like some bits, but I, you know, I don't like. Other bits so I'll yeah. leave the bits out.
0: They know where if you're, they if you're gonna
1: commit something.
0: They know where this they standing. They've it. got a definite black and white. If this happens, I'm exactly gonna do yeah. this. See, if I've this got, happens, I'm gonna do I've this. I've got respect I've got respect for people. And you that. have to have you have to be able to go through life with something that you believe in, there's something that you stand for and stand by as you're going through. Otherwise you just well, I don't know what to do now, or well, what's gonna happen. Oh I know, I'll listen to all my friends on social media. They've been saying that hunting's bad, therefore it must be bad. So I'm gonna share this picture social, of Cecil the Lion.
1: Social media brownie point. Yeah, so, so, yeah, social
0: media brownie points, exactly. So, the latest one was um, the guy from, uh, you know the name, the guitarist from Metallica, I can't think of that. Oh, James Hetfield. James Hetfield yeah. was, um, has shot, uh, he's head, Metallica are headlining Glastonbury. And one of my friends re shared or re Facebook, kind of thing. what it's called now, shared a picture of him standing by a black bear saying, let's not go to Glastonbury because James Hetfield has killed a bear right okay
1: but they wait until now to do it until 2016 (laughs) even though I've seen I've seen pictures of Hetfield and I I know I know for a fact that I think he was hunting or went on 19 trips when they were recording the Black Album because it took so long. yeah yeah. or maybe just just after that and stuff that's like 1990
0: yeah
1: I mean why not bring it up 26 years ago
0: I mean you you still get the picture of um, Spielberg sat next to a triceratops exactly that still goes around Facebook oh my god look he's killed a triceratops poor triceratops triceratops. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, idiots. Anyway,
1: I think it, uh, it's. But I mean, people are always going to opi- have an opinion about it. I'm, I'm never going to say that someone can't be. Oh, totally. Can't be anti-hunter. No. But it, it's it's if you're if you say oh well, you can't hunt, but anti-hunter. I can still but I can still eat <laughs> processed meat. Well, that's just ridiculous. You just let, you are letting someone else do your killing for you.
0: Yeah. In arguably a worse state. If yeah. you don't understand, if, just if because just because I've put an arrow through Bambi. I mean, if you
1: know, if you, if you want to be a, that, you haven't like like, like people like um, uh, I think we've spoken about them before, like the like the, the uh, Jainism. Yes. Like the, the the Jain religion, their core tenet is is nonviolence. Well, that's awesome. And some of the really extreme ones follow it through and, and wear cheesecloths over their face so they don't breathe in mosquitoes and flies and things and, and sweep yep. the ground before they before they walk, yep. that's absolutely fine, but, but they're, they're not hypocritical, you yep. know what I mean, it's like, if you want to be anti-hunter then that's be a vegan, fine, but be a vegan or something, or do something for animal welfare, for farmed animals, for example. I mean, people, people say, oh, isn't it much better that, well, the cows are bred to be eaten, it's like, well, is, surely that's
0: worse? Yeah, <laughs> surely that is worse. <laughs> Bread to be, yeah, it's. Yeah. You know, um, but I've got but a problem. It's, it's one of the questions that I'm 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 always very interested with anybody's choices. So if anybody if somebody comes up and I meet them and they're a vegetarian, it's like, oh, well, why are you a vegetarian? Are you do you not like the cruelty side of it, or do you just not like meat, or is there something else that, that's that mm. is irking you out? Um, and it's, it's it's usually the oh yeah, I don't like the the way that the animals are dealt with. Which is fair enough, but if you're gonna if you're gonna well, that's, a,
1: that's a very good reason not to yeah. to, to be a vegetarian. That's probably vegan. the that,
0: that, that. No, I suppose I was gonna say I was going to, I was gonna say it's that. they, the they can recite health problems,
1: right. can't they? Help okay, well I'm a vegan because or vegetarian because yeah. it's part of you. But then if you eat meat and purely unprocessed meat, well, it's not, is it? It's obviously not. Yeah. Because there's plenty of carnivores around the world that they
0: just eat meat. I mean but then I suppose um, you can go. I don't know. It's, you, you could go one step further and say, "Well, if you if you don't like the way, uh, if you don't like, if you're against animal cruelty, then you've got to be vegan because there's glue and all that."
1: I think a lot of people that they don't they don't know how to debate ideas and they don't know how to look into no because universities have side. safe zones. yeah they don't know how to look, <laughs> look at the other side of the argument. Yeah, I heard I heard Chris Richard say who's I was arguing with. It, oh, he's on a TV show, new show with uh, um, uh, Sean Hannity. Yeah, you've heard of this guy. Never heard Hannity was, he was on. It's on Fox News, I think. And uh, Fox Hannity News said is really good at being accurate. Yeah, well, Hannity said something like, "Oh, how can you?" He was talking about. He was talking about his book, "God Is Not Great," and he said, "How Hannity said to him, how can you talk, talk about uh, or say there's no God when you when you you know the the majesty of the universe that, that we do know and can comprehend and all this sort of stuff.'" And he just said to him, he says, you, you strike me as someone that hasn't read any argument against their position ever. Yeah. Because it was obvious that he hadn't, because he, 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 can't have, he can't have read anything about the Big Bang. He can't have read anything about the singularity. He can't have read anything about quantum theory, or he can't, he can't have watched any lectures by Lawrence Krauss, or... Yeah. He can't have done. Obviously, they don't they know the answers for certain, but he still owes it to... The, the argument to look at the other
0: side. If you're going to be there in that position, oh, sorry, excuse me. If you're going to be in the position of arguing against, exactly, you've got to know. I, don't,
1: I don't think people Imagine are taught. Yourself. I don't think people are taught that skill these days. Well, definitely on universities now.
0: No, I mean so.
1: places like Oxford and things. They do have debate clubs, yeah. don't they? I mean, but they're. Well, that's, that's, they're surely quite that's old, the whole. The whole old institutions.
0: The whole point. Well, it's not the whole point, but to be able to get through university, I've known. I've, I haven't got a degree. I I didn't go to university because I couldn't decide what to do. It felt very wrong at the time. I was like, "Well, do I want to be a forensic scientist?" At the time, I wanted to be a forensic scientist. You didn't miss out. (laughs) Um, But the whole, from from what I've heard from everybody else, is that if you want to, if you get asked a question, you've got to pose both sides of the of the argument and then draw your own conclusions from it. But if you're having safe zones in universities where um, students can should be able to feel safe and unthreatened. Unoffended, then you can't have. It's it's not f- not even you physically can't threatened. threatened, yeah. It's not that. Mentally threatened.
1: It, it, it's having your, having it's your emotionally beliefs. not even yeah. not
0: even not even mentally threatened, emotionally threatened, or belie- beliefly threatened. I mean, it is it is a you can't have a true discussion. It's a very cotton wool premise,
1: isn't it? It's, it's very. It's, it's, I, I found it. that
0: very odd when I found, when I when I heard that. I was on Radio Two when I was driving.
1: And it, it's strange for me now because I, I've been keeping myself
0: out of the loop of.
1: Um, news and... Yeah, so you do that. I try to read... The pop culture thing for a long time But I mean, I don't watch TV. I haven't done for...
0: I try to read the BBC the News <laughs> at least like five times a week when I wake up. Just kind of scan through and, and see what's happening. I haven't done anything this week, which... But even BBC, rather.
1: like I was like, saying to you, they, they were like three or four days late reporting the the assaults and things in Cologne Yeah, over the new year. It's like... So I do, and this is the thing, with any news organisation, you don't know what kind of bias they One have. of my favourite times... Will they report times,
0: something or will they re- not report something because yeah. of, you just don't know. I One mean, of my favourite times for news was during the Olympics. Did you ever put the news on during the Olympics? Fantastic. It was like, headlines today at five o'clock, BBC. We've won five gold medals, we've done this, we've done that. It was so positive and just like, feel good news. And then, oh yeah, by the way, somebody's been shot over in Afghanistan, which yeah. we, we can, we can gloss over Australia's
1: sunk. Yeah, we've, um, we can
0: gloss over that, because we just won another gold medal. It was brilliant. It was positive news all the way through. And I think there should be more of that, rather than oh, yeah. focusing on all the negatives. So I mean, reading, reading, but anyway,
1: reading the onions, always, always <laughs> to make
0: me um, Private eye as well, I mean, that's always... I've not already private eye for years. And I bet the Americans don't even know what Private Eye is. <laughs> I saw... So, shopping. Can, and I read one. Can you can can you can you describe Private Eye in, in one sentence for the American listeners? Um,
1: sati- well, it's, it's a satirical, satirical called, weekly um, uh, mini newspaper, isn't it? Mini magazine.
0: Yeah. Against pop culture. It's hilarious. I mean
1: I saw, I read the, the some of the letters sorry, that in The there. week in Yeah it is, yeah. In, I read some of the letters print. in the, in the uh, in, the, in the beginning today, um, Sean's doing a bit of shopping, so I, I just I, I can't, I can't walk around the aisles because everyone else walks too slow and they're just.
0: <laughs> I, I've got things you're to just in a the bubble just, of hate. No, I'm not, I, I do. <laughs> Sean's like, Sean like, you need Our to. Go, shopping is to just like, actually in a big bubble of hate. I hate you, move out of the way you want to do. like, you're it too quickly, go on.
1: I like, to get, I like to go in if I spend any more time in a place than I don't need to and it's not something that's either enriching me as a person or that I'm getting stuff done or I'm enjoying yeah. or whatever then it's
0: see I'm fine with that why am I so I'm quite happy all time? around Sainsbury's oh I wonder what, what can I can get but then oh, I God. made bacon last week so I will oh yeah but that's, that's but I that's, win that, exactly yeah I win I, for the entirety of 2016 playing. I win because I made bacon you've last seen that week. video
1: of that baby I, I, Ethan about bacon. bacon for the first time no. He's closing his eyes. It's not like that.
0: Really? No, not one.
1: <laughs> it's amazing.
0: It's baby using <laughs> bacon for the first yeah, time. <laughs> I say baby. I mean, they, they could be 18 months old, a really. year old, yeah. I mean, yeah, um, Baby's not allowed to have solids. The first solids he has is bacon.
1: No, it's, it, if I have to spend any time doing things that I think this is a, this is a waste of my life, I'm not going to get this time back. Yeah. I'm like, this is, it infuriates me. A dry shaman at the wall. Because if she hasn't got a proper list or, or, or anything, then we go into Tesco or Sainsbury's or wherever. Even if we're in Norwich shopping and, she, and I don't know right, why I'm going to go here. The, 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 I, I, can't, I can't be doing with it.
0: So anybody who's listening to this... I think that you're... not <laughs> well, and stand in front of me. Yeah, get Slight, on this is slightly ironic that we're talking about wasting our time. And we're sat here... When they're listening to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're just sat here listening to... <laughs> they're listening to myself exactly and as Ashley... <laughs> <laughs> In a um, gold room, nattering about wasting time, walking around saying things. But shopping. that's but it it does. No, I understand where you talk, I think where you come from.
1: I, I served a little bit of time, but I me, very small amount of time, and it, and it taught me um, a sense of urgency. They used to say all yeah. the time, sense of urgency, sense of urgency. They said it doesn't matter if you get something done as quick as possible, and then you're waiting around for an hour. Because you might you, one day you might be in Afghanistan or wherever some war done. zone, and you've got it done, and you won't have time to wait around. Yeah the next five seconds from the time that you've got it, you've yeah. got your weapon loaded and cleaned, you're in a firefight, or some, that's an extreme
0: example. So you're on the, on the, um, on the opposite side, i not on the opposite side, but to, to counteract your argument, there we go, okay. we're going to be yeah. the a Am I going to have my, have I, have my um, core beliefs I'm, shaking <laughs> Yeah, you're going to get offended now, and you're going to go off in a huff. Um, I'm, I'm more than happy to make time for myself to go shopping, and... Um, I don't know. Mull around. The, no, that mull around that, the supermarket. Smart, yeah. I don't know. If
1: I if I know in advance that. Oh right. Okay. Okay, we've got a day now, and I've not got any work booked in and stuff yeah. like that. I'm, I'm, I'm quite like, happily. But if I've got a list of stuff to do
0: and I'm not getting, it, and then at the end of the day, I haven't got it done, and it's because I was, I looked back and I was like, well, I'm right, waste, gotcha. I wasted an hour there. Gotcha. So when you've, got, like, when you've got when you've got things on your to do list or stuff that you want to achieve, but I'm slightly older than you I'm, I'm 32, which is so one. I'm thirty two, she's twenty seven. So it's...
1: She's not twenty-one. If only. No, no, no tapping no. at
0: twenty-one.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's twenty. So it, it's maybe I'm a bit, and I've come quite late to doing Maturity. what I want to do in life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've come quite late to doing what I want to do in life. So it, yeah, it's, you and me both. Uh, I think I've, I've. But then, very few people ever do really what they want to. do. I was going to
0: say, very few people get to the point where they're doing something that they want to do. It takes. It took me t- when five years to get to a stage of saying actually I don't I don't want to be and I don't need to be working in an office I can go and I'm actually quite, kind of fancy going and uh, coaching tennis I'm on a tennis court all day that sounds kind of cool it took me 25 years to get to that point yeah. uh, well arguably seven years because you start working and I started working at 18 uh, but yeah you didn't uh, yeah you didn't miss you didn't miss much really it was uh, yeah I, I I have lots of friends who keep telling me that I should well don't keep telling me but Say that a I would do quite well at university, and b I should go and try it. But, I don't but you think, can do, of course, think. at home. I mean, and yeah, I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably do some kind of engineering.
1: Because we, I mean, mechanical, there's mechanical a lot of or race,
0: motorsport engineering, something like that.
1: There's a lot of reason to go. It can be the social side sort of things, which is which a lot of people. I I not do of.
0: photography. No,
1: was it? Was it Mark Twain said, "I never let school interfere with my education." I'm really quite yes. that is. but that's it. I mean, I've learned much more than. Um, I ever did at school or university or uh, I mean not in terms of um, information or the amount of information mm. but just the things that are useful for life and the way the way I want my life to turn out of uh, those that's, sorts of things the last five years or, that, or six
0: years yeah exactly is that is that knowledge that you could learn outside first-hand knowledge so all the things that yeah I think so all the things that you pulled up. I mean the the goal setting thing that we did last year was a. Excuse me, I've got really bad hiccups. Um, the goal setting thing you ate we ate that did year, we did last you know, year, was really nice. <laughs> that was something that I was really surprised because that's a life skill that should be taught in school. Um, at least I thought it should because it was, was it was awesome and we didn't get taught anything. Like no one know, no one knows where the hell they're going. I mean I got I got to.
1: The Probably only reason spells. I even went to university was because I did A-levels, and the only reason I did A-levels was because I did slightly better in some GCSEs, the science subjects, than yeah. I did others. So what did you do at a level? Uh Biology, chemistry... Um, physics? No, uh, physical education, PE, and... You physics, did PE? Of okay. course you're ago. younger than me. But
0: it's terrible. I, could, I, I didn't do. We, yes, we didn't have PE as, a, as an A level when
1: I did. The, 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 I mean, the book for it was kind of like oh, I'm doing this anyway. <laughs> on the podcast. It was this big. Look, this, can this you big, see? Can you see this? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes. it was a very, very thick book. Four or five hundred pages with diagrams in it. They make it. They made it way too complicated. It's like it's physical education. Yeah, people do it because physical, physical education it. it being physical, doing a physical activity, makes you feel good. So did you do physical education
0: because you didn't have another choice, or was it a... No,
1: I thought I thought it would
0: be completely different, but it, it, right, it, was, okay. it was... Did you think it was going to be like a cross between biology and sport? Like sports biology? I don't know what I thought thing. it would be, actually.
1: I, initially, well, I've just thought about it just then. And I, I, I must have thought it, it, it was going to look at the ancient Greeks, maybe, and how they approached physical... Um, yeah. accomplishment and things
0: and physical health I thought, I thought history was going to be like that when I went to secondary school um, yeah history's <laughs> like oh we're going to look at uh, Anderson Shelter's land, my <laughs> grade. I really don't want to Te- teach me about the Greeks
1: I was really interested in Egypt school for me sucked the fun out of all the subjects
0: Yes, That's I what it did. I agree until we got to A level. I loved A level. Up until A level, I was bored. See, I, was, I wasn't too keen on um, A level, but then I, I don't. But A level, I, was... I, I did ge- geography. <sighs> I did a cracking set of A levels. I did geography, chemistry, maths, and physics at A level. Wow. And dear. then general studies as well. So I've got, <laughs> I've got yeah, exactly. I've got five A <laughs> levels. I can't really talk, can I? I mean, um, bonding and chemistry. Well, you've done, you've done a degree, so.
1: You're, yeah, you're, you're I did, out did, geeking I did shit. What did you get? Then?
0: Did you get a third, second,
1: two, two? Oh, it might have even just been like a pass. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even go to my graduation. I was, I, was wow. yeah. I was working. I mean, our graduation was six months or so after. I don't know. How long was it? It was, it was a while after we, at least, I'm talking, yeah, more than a few weeks at least, after we actually finished and stuff. I, I, was...
0: I never picked up my A-level certificates. So if I went to, actually, that's a good point. If I ever went and did a degree, I'd have to do an access course because I haven't got any A-levels. It's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, I've got two B's and two C's and then another C in general studies. But then they've got, they've got, no, got no way. Certificates. You can't go to these people
1: and say, well, I've, um, i run a successful photography business for this, this long, and whatever, I can use Photoshop. They don't care about it. Like, oh, we need to see some yeah. piece of paper. Oh, yeah. great. Um,
0: funny old, a funny old world.
1: Right, what else do we have? Right, that's right. idiots covered. We may have spoke about ourselves. So, we idiots. Um, Space Station Pluto photography what those stuff to talk about? I think
0: you need to talk about some writing
1: and I'll talk about some photography writing. and then we'll wrap it well, up so I've
0: got two big
1: yeah so we're going to do yeah uh, well I've got two big projects on the go at the moment I've got a gu- series of guitar books guitar instructional books which I'm really looking forward to see I think um, we've,
0: spoken about, we've spoken about the I would idea I'll send you some stuff actually yeah. uh, really? Yeah, have I've you got, got some s- stuff I've... down? yeah I've got some stuff Excellent. down yeah. I, need well, finish... stuff. I need to finish my fretboard <laughs> I'm still scalloping my fretboard
1: um, and uh, I'm just started writing a series of two books with um, another friend of mine, Dave Smith, um, who was a GB bobsledder and yep. now does track cycling, sprint track cycling and things. He's one of those um, annoying
0: people who can go, "Yeah, I'm going to do this now." Yeah,
1: he uh, has. he has been, he has been, he has yeah. been a professional. Well, say yeah. a professional? I think for a long time he has been. Yeah. Just, uh, just, I mean, he has been training for a living for a long time, doing his strength and conditioning. So yeah, two completely different. Subjects, so, you know that the the, uh, the fitness books are going to concentrate on one book is going to concentrate on the squat one and its uh, derivatives. One book is going to... and the other book is going to concentrate on the deadlift and the derivatives. Yeah, because um, like, like one Dave says, and one yeah, like Dave says, they're they're basically the push and the pull for for the lower body. Um, no ti- no title yet, but we're gonna we're trying to go for. Or I approached Dave with the idea um, of going for a book that is halfway between a Layperson fitness book, you know yep. the type that you just buy off the shelf or something, yep. and a textbook. Um, right. So he says a lot of textbooks that he's read or that he reads or he did read when he's doing his, his um, qualification. You wouldn't read cover to cover; you'd read it so that you could quote from it in your research paper.
0: Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: it would be a you know it'd be a book on the biomechanics of the squat. Um, it wouldn't really be a training book. Um and the same thing for the deadlift so we we'll are trying to do something in between that so the layperson that understands nothing about anatomy or bio, biochemistry or, or sorry, biomechanics or so, so um, can pick it up and learn something about the squat and why it works a coach say like a tennis coach always can pick it up and go right I can apply some of this like training because my, my athlete doesn't have a strong yeah. lower body or they're not powerful enough yeah. or they don't have um, you know a good rate of force production or whatever <laughs> else it might be um, so that's we're trying to Bridge the gap between those two things, really. Um, and then the guitar book is—it's come about because of my frustration at not not really progressing at guitar. Uh, I, I mean, I progressed technically, but not.
0: Uh, and this is why I like the it, theory, the theory knowledge. That I, I watched you play the guitar, and you're like, and you've played on the podcast before, and your fingers are I'm not fingers fast, and you're plucking everything, and you're playing songs, and. I play you a Satriani song and you're like, oh yeah, it's this, ding dig, yeah, ding, uh, uh, there we go. And you've, you've got it within like 10 out seconds. Oh, key and stuff. So that kind of... But then, I've always been a bit... But then you're sitting there looking back at yourself <laughs> thinking, yeah, I'm not good enough. I need to be better. It, the and it's still... The better. is still too aspirational. Kind of...
1: It's not... And I've never found a book that explains it adequately enough. I mean, I've, yeah. I've mentioned before, the, um, the first thing i music to realise is that it's made up of sounds... All well, sounds are pitches. What yep. pitches? Different frequencies of, of, of vibrations in the air. Yeah. So we've chosen twelve specific pitches or frequencies that we call notes in, in Western music. Anyway, obviously, I know they have, they have different musical scales in um, other forms of music. Um, and then you you build up from there. I've seen other books start. They start with kind of like um,
0: yeah, scale,
1: like? chord tones, and stuff. It's like what? I a, I don't understand what a scale is. I don't understand what a chord is. And I certainly don't understand what a tone is. But
0: my or first... yeah, like, you know, my and first I just get so frustrated. Bear, so uh, uh, bear, 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 bear. God, my, speaking today, my first guitar lesson was A chord and C chord, I think. Because the A chord is the easy one with the three fingers together. And the C was pretty much right on top of it. Oh, uh, like I can mean, appreciate that. Because you want to play
1: stuff straight away, don't you? Yeah.
0: So that was... And then I think he threw in a G chord, but I think that the issue that I've got going back to guitar, because I, I, I learned the guitar when I was younger, and then I went and played the piano and the organ and the keyboard and everything like that. I played the, played the organ at a, I played at a wedding, I think I played it at a wedding, I can't remember, it was that long ago. Um, and it's very, very visual, and one of the things that you were explaining when we were out shooting is that the keyboard, you can look at the keyboard and you can see visually all the notes and you can see where the C is because it's the one that's next to the C-sharp um, because it's sat there on the keyboard and you can therefore you can see every other C on the keyboard and you can see every F on the keyboard because it's the one that's under, underneath the F-sharp. Exactly. Whereas if you look at uh, the guitar all those notes on the keyboard are there on the guitar somewhere. Well and sometimes, well most of the time, they're there multiple times because you could flick, pluck, pluck one string and then you could fret it somewhere on another string and get exactly the same note. Exactly. And that's one of the things that you said you were trying to get on your... what, what were you calling them? Well, what? I've,
1: I've I, I read about, um, you know, like you say, piano players, one of the first things they learn is where all the notes are, yet yeah, it takes... some guitarists never even master that, never. Yeah. Or it takes them months or years to do and then even then they don't really know exactly
0: where everything is. Which is uh, crazy. I, I, know, I know where middle C, C is. Middle C, I C, the, first, the first thing you learn on the piano is middle C and that's the, the C that's in the middle of the keyboard. And then obviously from that C, you can then find top C, bottom C, um, second D or whatever, you can go all the way up and down the keyboard just from looking at it because you've got a visual reference. But even then, did they tell you why it is, it's C? Why no, we c- never got told... I never, I never got taught any of the things. Well, well, I mean, I know it's I don't know whether me, it's because I didn't go high enough in well, grades. Well, it's because the
1: C major scale contains all whole notes. C, D, E, F, G, A, B is the C major scale. It's all sort of white notes. The a, yeah. ma- the a major scale is not that.
0: The A major scale... Uh, let's see if I can remember. Has it got, got a C sharp in it, or has it got a B flat in it? C major? No, a, it, a major. A major, well, I can tell you i'm'm trying, I'm trying to play there we go i'm trying to play the A major scale with my fingers on the keyboard well
1: i mean if I you, if you played a if you played A to G on all the white notes it it's it's a, it's a it mode just be of a, C major yeah, it'd just be it a would be a, it's a minor oh is it yeah okay because well you i would call it a aeolian then there's b Locrian yep. then you have c ionian or c major so that that doesn't re- translate in well, this is the yeah, this thing cool. I, I never understood. It's, like with the guitar, guitar, I used to read about modes. What are modes? What are modes? <laughs> every, si- every single article put, I put, read... You put your guitar in mode two. Well, every, every, every single article I read couldn't describe what modes were. Or uh, no, sorry, they, no, sorry, they could. But they all described it slightly differently. So I was thinking, well, it's not a hard concept. To, like the, the actual theory behind it. If you have C major scale, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, back to C again and so on.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, what if you started on D? If you have D as the root note, as the tonic, and then go up. So D, E, F, G, A, B, C. What if you then start on E? That's all that modes are. How many notes there are in a particular scale, seven in the case of C major, that yeah. means there's seven modes, because you can start on a different uh, okay. root note each time. If you've got five notes in the scale, like a pentatonic scale, there's five different modes because you can start on. Say so you've got the, the A minor pentatonic, A, C, D, E, G. You can go A, C, D, E, G. and you can go C, D, E, G, A, and so on. On the guitar fretboard, they, they, they make box patterns that travel all the way up the neck. Yes. On the, yeah. key, on the keyboard Literally or the piano or something, you just, you just start and you just move yeah. over slowly to the right or down to the left if you're, if you're descending. Um, now and and I still really don't know how they can be used effectively because I just don't understand the theory enough. Tom, my writing partner, or, or or I say writing partner, he's he's the guitar teacher that I'm um, writing the book with. He does understand. He studied jazz for a number of years, so he's 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 taken theory as far as he can take it, more or less. Yeah. Um, so he knows all these things. Um, but even then, he's he's displaying stuff and sending me work with things that are. That I look very at, I look at them and I think, well, that could be simpler.
0: Yeah. Or, so he's he's still so he's still still kind of thinking about it, even though he's kind of all up for the reinventing sort of thing. He's still looking at it from a very traditional point of view, whereas you're looking at it with a fresh pair of eyes, thinking, yeah. well, I, I need to understand this like that. Well, I mean,
1: I'll send him stuff, and I mean, I haven't sent him loads of stuff uh, yet because I'm still I'm still collating all this information, but I'll send him stuff and. I mean, I'm sure there, there, there will be instances where I send him some things that I think are absolutely watertight. Well, that's obviously the simplest and best explanation for it. Yeah. He might come and say, well, that is simple, but it needs to relate to scale terms or, or yeah. chords or something or, yeah. or something else that I haven't thought about because I just don't know enough yet. Yeah. And he'll say, that's why we can't do it that simply. But right. hopefully we can reach like, a happy medium and then we, yeah, can, yeah. we can look right. Okay. But for the most important thing for me is having the most logical and... Aggression. Um, yeah, the most logical and and concise progression. So, so you, the, you, there's no gaps whatsoever. You learn pitch, uh, what what notes we have available to us, the note arrangement on the fretboard, intervals, what intervals are, how how scales are built, how chords are built, and so on. So, so you just keep going. One of the
0: things I was just thinking about it when you were talking about that because you were talking about um, scales and I was trying to play some scales with my fingers on the on the table. Um, because obviously I'm keyboard and piano orientated rather than guitar, we were taught fingering for... Not that kind of thing. We were taught taught fingering in piano lessons. We were taught fingering in terms of which fingers to use when you were playing a scale. And that was something that was on all the grades. So when I did grade 5, you had to play a certain scale with the correct fingering um, all the way up. Uh, Is that something that's the same with guitar?
1: Yeah, it was really great. So that's... Thomas said that it, it, any time he teaches from the official literature, students get bored. And they, he says he, he teaches a lot of young students as well and he said they right. switch off very quickly. He says you have to be constantly on the ball because if they're an eight-year-old, they're not going to sit there and... and, and play scouts. Well, they, they might play scouts but they want to... Nu- if they don't understand why they're doing something and yeah. they can't apply it to anything, that's, that's it. So that's what, that's what I was meant to Say as well. Um, it took me a it, it took me a long time to get to to, to the um, get the principle down of the book. So we've decided to do a, say five books. Yes. Each one will be a stage. So stage one, stage two. You start at stage one, obviously. Yep. Learn the fundamentals. Stage two is a little bit more complex. Stage three, a little bit more. So and so on. So you get to stage five, where you should have a, you should know all there is not all there is to know, but because there's always something something yep. to learn. You know, some new piece of music to write or learn, or perfect. Um, but you'd, have a, you'd be as good the as you can. A vast could, yeah. proportion of all the fundamentals. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, then I, w- I was like, well, within each book, how can we break this down? So then I was trying to think of a nice um, sort of trinity. Yes. So, so each thinking, book right?
0: has got the same thing, but they exactly. just, just so move so up in complexity. Each book we thought,
1: um, you're going you to have theory, yep. you need to learn theory, you need to learn technique, and there needs to be creativity there as well. So, oh, well, I cool. with, okay. without any, so I've got a little diagram on my computer that's got like a little guitar picture in the middle and it's got a triangle around it, like a, you know, like, like the fire triangles. Yeah. At the top is <laughs> theory, you've Oxygen. got technique and creativity. <laughs> yeah. So if you take creativity out, you've got your theory and your technique, but you've got all this, you don't know what to do with it. If you just have, crea- if you just have creativity and theory, but don't have a technique, you might not be able to play what comes into your head. You might struggle to put your ideas down because you haven't got the physical capability to play yeah. it. If you've only if you've only got technique, yeah. You know, if easy. you take yeah, you might, you don't know what you're doing. You might play, you might be able to play all the notes in the world, but they're they're wrong over that particular chord progression or whatever. So you need all three of those to be a complete guitar player. So, like, so I was like, right, each book has to have those three facets in. So stage one theory would cover all those things. Stage two theory would, would take off where stage one theory left off, and so on. So every single bit would be. There's obviously going to be some overlap there, but because um, you
0: want to be able to get to the end of the first book and be able to play and, and of course and yeah. achieve something, yeah, um, and then obviously working all the way through those, yeah. I can't remember what. I mean, we're, we're going to try and have a summary section or, or
1: you know worksheet section or summary section at the end of each little section, the yep. you know, end of each chapter of each stage. Um, I mean, putting all this information together is going to be a massive, massive task, and making sure it all gels and it all fits. It's going to be a massive task, I don't think, uh, I think Tom really, didn't realise how big it was going to be, then he emailed me one day going, I think this is going to be massive. more than one book, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> it's going
0: to be says, other, otherwise, book.
1: otherwise you won't be able to stick it out, well, because I initially had an idea of doing, say, three books, ultimate, we'd do right. um, one huge book that would be, that would say beginners would buy, and that would take them the way through, uh, and okay. you could have book one, two, and three, so if somebody was quite intermediate, they could buy the two towers. Book, book book two, yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. Or if they were very Skips. advanced but they wanted to they wanted <laughs> to the party. fill in any gaps their knowledge, they could just buy the last book, you know. Um, but we soon realised that just wasn't practical, you know, we'd have to do at least five. Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's very it's very challenging writing something like that. It. Um, looking forward to looking
0: forward to getting some through and yeah, a I'll get time. my I'll get my fretboard finished going. Well I've I've got
1: most of the I say most of. I've got um, most of the theory stage one done, as I see it anyway. So yeah. um, you'll have to let me know if there's anything you don't understand or if, if oh, yeah, ash, if you've missed a huge chunk of... Uh, I
0: wouldn't know what you've you, missed. You've
1: jumped. Uh, oh, okay. Well, if, well, if, if the jump's would, gone too big... Yeah, you and would. Because yeah. if you're like, well, I don't understand that too bit. bit yeah. And, yeah, you know, if you get to one part and you're like, well, I don't understand that bit, you know. So it's, if I miss out the interval section and I start talking about how you make scales... If you don't, if you haven't gone over the interval section, you won't, you won't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Curious. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. right, well, that one, on that note, we're going to call it quits there, on guys. On that note. On that note, We're going to call it quits there, um, and we're going to carry on, we're going to carry on recording, we're going to release it next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we, 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 we got both yeah. quite busy, aren't we, we won't get to podcasts Yeah, I've got, got to, I've got quite a few bits and bobs up, um, coming up. Uh, which we're going to talk about in this upcoming podcast, which we're going to stop recording now and then carry on recording. So, Thank you very much, guys. Uh, Make sure you leave us a review and uh, send us a message on... Abusive comments, etc. Yeah, send us us a promise we won't be offended. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we will, but if we are offended, it's okay. Right, thank you very much. Cheers, bud. Cool. That was rubbish. There we go. go. There's the high five. Right, I'll catch you later, guys. Episode 22 is done.